Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Hello and welcome to 60MW. I'm Chris and we are back with another Spotlight Reflections TV show episode. And as as always, I'm joined by the awesome, amazing, it's Mr. Adam Parry. Aloha. Hello. How are you? Hello. Very well. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, good to be talking about Sledgehammer again. Um, yes. We uh, recently did an ABC of gaming, so that was good. Um, long overdue. And also, you know, we've carried on with the movie shows and everything. So uh, lot, we've been talking quite a lot recently, haven't we? It's pretty yeah. much every week. I know. Has it been a while? It feels like a little while since we've done a Sledgehammer. But I can't, I can't put it in my brain how long it's actually been. Well, um, this, uh, but so yes, I suppose just for people who are tuning in for the first time, thinking, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, we are doing a spotlight reflection show uh, on a TV uh, this time, as opposed to movie, and um, we pick a TV show to look to watch. I was going to say to look at. <laughs> That's an odd <laughs> way. To- to describe watching something, but it'll, I suppose it is very descriptive. Um, oh, it's what deaf people do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we, we've we decided to branch out to TV shows from, I suppose, our childhood as well, or uh, TV shows that we haven't watched for a very long time. Uh, and we go back and we watch the, well, starting from episode one, up until the point where we get fed up with it, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah, um, pretty much bang on. Yeah, and Sledgehammer was my pick. It was a uh, a show that I watched a lot when I was a kid. Late night um, TV show that I happened to catch, as I said, when I was younger. And um, haven't watched it for years and years and years, but have very fond memories of it. Uh, we are up to episode... Well, this is episode five yes. uh, of Sledgehammer. So... Um, that goes without saying, I guess, that it we are enjoying it because you never watched yeah. it before, had you? No, no. And no doubt you're going to mention the fact I thought it was a serious cop drama yet again. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't have to now because I've sort of like, you know, programmed you to say it for me. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> uh, no. So, um, yeah, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, then please do um, go back and go to 60mw.co.uk and you can see all of the, the previous episodes where we've chatted about Sledgehammer. And uh, yeah, It really makes no sense. If you're still listening at this point, and this is the first episode, it really doesn't make any sense that you don't go back, go back, go on, piss off. Yeah, and they're not like, well, they're not, you know, kind of uh, extraordinarily long episodes, are they? You know, I think no. the longest one we've done has about, been about just over an hour. Um, yeah, but I think that was the first one where we went into it a bit more. Yeah. But we don't do that now. We just... Dive in, dive straight in, right in that min. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although you say that, I'm just having a quick look here. The episode three uh, was about an hour and nine minutes. Oh, was it? Oh. <laughs> Considering the TV shows on for like 23 <laughs> minutes or 24 minutes, uh, we somehow managed to, you know, sort of. Um, yeah, we'd be shit at DVD commentaries. You'd have to sit there for an hour and a half after the film, still listening to us talking about the film that happened an hour ago. Yes, we yeah. So we managed to stretch that one out a little bit, but uh, anyway, it's all good fun. I say we don't put uh, a time limit on ourselves if we're enjoying ourselves, yeah. and um, then what the hell? Why not? Um, so sorry, did you ask me a question? I can't remember. What? Uh, <laughs> 
I can't. Did I? No, no, I didn't. Are you what? <laughs> That's fair enough. Anyway, um, it's all right. I thought you asked me. Should I call nine nine nine? Yes, I think I might be having a stroke. Uh, it, it, not one of those pleasurable strokes, um, either. So one of those slopy faced ones. No, no. We're talking about Sledgehammer. Uh, sorry, that's really inappropriate. But still, who gives yeah. a shit? Probably because I'm going to die of a stroke, so... Are you? More than likely. They run in my family, so yay! Oh, awesome. Well, can you... I'm going to end up with a candle face. Brilliant. <laughs> is it, yeah, so... I won't be able to wank with one arm because it'll just be limp. Oh, is it... What is it? Uh, face? No, what's the thing? What's the... Uh... Fast. Fast. Uh, it's yes. face, anus... Like arms. Um... Is it arms? Yeah, it's not anus. You sure? Unless your sphincter loosens. I don't think it's anything. Well, that's a good point, actually. If you if you go a bit dribbly on one side, does half of your sphincter just sort of go, bah? It could be, possibly, no. So, yeah. so, so face, anus, shoes. Shoes? Yeah. Okay. If you can only tie up one of your shoes. Are you sure? Of course I'm not fucking shoes. <laughs> I should know. I'm a first aider. Um, but anyway. And tits, if you end up with one saggy boob. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Face, anus, shoes and tits. Awesome. Fast. Act fast. Yes. Um, uh, yes. God, I'd be fucking useless, wouldn't I, if if, uh, if anyone I knew just happened to have a stroke. Well, yeah, should, should we tell people? I'd basically be done for sexual assault. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the face. Can you smile? Well, some people might not want to. Very, very rarely, yeah. Yeah. Um, arms. Can the person raise both their arms and keep them there? There's no time limit on that. <laughs> well, that depends how fat you are. If you're 35 stone, lifting an arm's quite hard work. Yeah. Uh, speech problems. Can the person speak clearly and understand well, what you say? It very much depends on your accent. Well, I say that you know, if you come your from, accent from specifically, uh, yeah, if you come from Wolverhampton, you know that's <laughs> uh, and time. If you see any of these three signs, it's time to call nine nine nine. See, I think the last one's a bit of a cop out. Like they had to find something yeah. that fit in with fast because time. Well, you know, yeah, if it was R for ring the fucking ambulance, then Fazra isn't really a thing, is it? Fa- or just they should fast. Faz, fas. Or P for phone, fasp. Fasp. Is that what you just said? I like that one, yeah. Is that what you just said? No, I, I said I'm doing fas. To you now. Said... Jesus Christ, why <laughs> can neither of us remember what each other said five seconds ago? It's spreading, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're having online seizures and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, see, this is why our show episodes last an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> Anyway, um, Mm. right, so yes, uh, we are here to talk about episode five of Sledgehammer. Now, I should just think this was the point I was going to make before I started to go a bit funny, uh, is that, like I said, we decide to carry on and watch the the TV show or series until we get to a point where we think, right, we've had enough now. Um, But because this was my pick, it's your decision whether or not we carry on. Uh, I can enact a sort of one extra life if you like to say no let's carry on give it one more chance um but that's the only time one and only time i might actually turn around and say you know what you're right it's shit now let's fuck it in the bin um yeah you get the choice to insert 10p to carry on yes uh but as i said you know we've been enjoying sledgehammer um it's uh it's one of those tv shows i think uh you know you've I'm, i'm pleased that you've enjoyed it put it like that Thank you. That's right. 
<laughs> I'm very happy that you're happy. <laughs> oh dear. No, no, it's, it's been it's been guffaw. Yeah. Guffaw, no, that's even. I was going to say gufforious, but that's definitely not a word. Fun. There you go. It's been fun so far. Yes. Uh, so in the first series, there were 22 episodes, which aired from uh, September the 23rd, 1986 to April the 28th, 1987. And in the second series, there were 19 episodes, uh, which ran from September 17th, 1987 uh, to February the 12th, 1988. So it's just interesting, actually. I've never actually paid any attention to that particularly. But if you think, well, the last episode aired in... April 1987 and then there wasn't a massive gap between when the next series started so they must have started filming quite quickly then I guess you know for not yeah they must have just basically well maybe had a couple of weeks off for for a holiday and then just uh, cracked on straight back into it yeah Um, there are three recurring characters as we've talked about before Uh, David Raish as uh, Inspector Sledgehammer Um, uh, oh fuck balls it up haven't I (laughs) No, that's his name. No, no, no. I was thinking. I was. I was trying to be all professional, and everything, and and name the three recurring characters, but then I couldn't remember the real name of who, uh, the actor who plays Dory Darrow, his partner, and it's Anne Marie Martin. Go me. There you go. Uh, and then you got Harrison Page who plays Captain Trunk. Um, so there you are. Anyway, um, this particular episode it aired in. Uh, America on the 24th of October 1986 um, I have some information about when it aired in West Germany for <laughs> good I've been absolutely at tenterhooks after this information Car- carry on randomly um, it was on the 22nd of January 1988 um, mm-hmm. hopefully it made them laugh in West Germany at the time or was it East Germany which was a shit shithole or was it all a shithole uh, I don't know I think the East was worse and the Germans would have loved it because they're well known for their hilarious sense of humour. Oh, I can imagine. Yes. Their national food is pickled cabbage. Yes. Um, and uh, in the UK, it aired on the 7th of February, 1988, which I am dubious about because one of the previous episodes, I'm sure I read that it aired on the 14th of February because it was Valentine's Day. I'm sure. So I'm dubious about these actual dates, which are on IMDb. But still, uh I can also tell you when it allegedly came out in the Netherlands, if you're interested. Well, go on then. Um, no, this is weird. It came out on the 19th of May, 1990. <laughs> Jesus. Not particularly sure why there was a two-year delay, but, um, you know. They might say that. There was a two-year delay from when it came out in America to the UK. So, yeah. you know, there was a two-year delay when it came out to the Netherlands. Maybe they were just too high to press play. Well, there you are. Um, so, this particular episode, not that I've ever done this before, but um, I'm just looking at... Because if you go to IMDb, it does actually rate each individual episode. Um, mm, does it? And this has got an 8 out of 10 um, out of 106 people that have taken the time to rate it. Um, which, again, interesting. Uh, so, with that all being said... Shall we dive in? Now, I've upset you the last few weeks, I have to say. Um, I've neglected you, you know, I've I've, uh, sort of spurned, you know, we've got into that kind of, I suppose, point in our relationship where, you know, we've got into a routine, haven't we? And Yeah, you don't bring me flowers anymore. Yeah. You never leave chocolates on on my pillow. You never never use two fingers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it started off that you know we would write notes um 
and then I got into a, a bit of a routine for one of the movie shows, and I think one of the Sledgehammer episodes where I actually typed them up uh, on a laptop as I was watching, which is no fun at all. I, I confess, I, I totally get that. Um, but guess what? You've done it again. You've typed them up. You've done them in Braille. Can you hear the paper scrunching? But that's just that could be any paper. You you you've got it there on your screen. You're lying git, and you're just flapping around bits of paper just to try and buy points back with me no i promise you look i i'm making an effort i've got i've actually got proper uh, barely legible notes in front of me no you, you didn't buy those flowers from a florist you just bought them from the garage on the way home well, look i'm making an you effort don't love me anymore shut up you're not making an effort i am mate. never listen to anything i say <laughs> so you're gonna don't like my parents what's wrong with you <laughs> you're gonna turn around and say that you actually um typed yours up this time around are you gonna say that of course I'm not. Ah, oh, okay. So, uh, anyway, how many pages of notes have you written? Well, in my notebook of joy, which is now what I'm calling it, I've got three pages and a bit. Ooh, right, okay. So what size pages are we talking? They're always A4, Christopher. Always A4. Oh, okay. Because it's all in the same book, isn't it? This this book is gold. 100% gold. What are you going to do with the book when you've run out of pages? Uh, probably type it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Well, no, when I've run out of pages, what I'll do is I'll go move on to the next one. Awesome. And volume one will be kept and treasured. See, it reminds me of that scene in uh, Seven where Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt break into John Doe's apartment and they find all those books that he's just handwritten nonsense yeah 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 yeah. this isn't nonsense but granted if i do happen to commit any heinous crimes and they find some of these notes it is gibbering it is gibberish so that yeah and they'll just read it and they'll think what the fuck it, they'll put they'll, they'll probably have you know forensic scientists trying to decipher uh fucking it, they won't be able to read it they'll need an enigma machine to decipher my handwriting yeah the sort of you know notes on the karate kid part three um <laughs> and sledgehammer but uh, anyway it's all good fun uh, so right the well mine is a5 uh and i have written one two three four four and four lines so, so just over two a4 pages so that's not bad see we are generally on the same page <laughs> yeah. i mean I'd, I'd like to point out i i have done slightly more than you but um yeah, I don't know why. I don't usually do... I usually do about two, two and a bit. But for some reason, this one's three and a little bit. Mm. don't know why. Well, there you are. The so, craziness of handwriting. Yes, and, and it is going to be that case of... I mean, I only watched this yesterday, so it should be relatively, sort of like, you know, fresh in my memory. Yeah, but well, I watched it two hours ago, so it's as fresh as a daisy. Awesome. Well... Sort of. You can kind of take the lead, because I can't remember. <laughs> um, uh, but no, I, I'm going to try and read my, my notes. So, um, I, well, it opens up, doesn't it, where Sledge and Dory are in... Uh, What's the episode called? I said it! Dory Day Afternoon. Well, I didn't get the... Re- to be honest, I still don't really get the reference, to be fair. Oh, right, okay. So, it's uh, from a movie called Dog Day Afternoon with oh is it Dog Day right I do remember someone said it's I thought they said Dark Day Afternoon ah uh, so this is going to go well which uh, is a movie starring uh, Al Pacino and uh, it's about a bank robbery and um, he um, and and so yeah I've never actually seen it let me just read out the, the summary okay where is it 
Because uh, it's found that it, it's got a, a slightly strange plot, um, basically. Yeah, so they, um, they rob the bank to pay for... Um, uh, his partner's sexual reassignment surgery, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not making that up. Um, uh. I'm not making that up, and because I always thought that's a bit odd. Now I must admit, it's you know I like Al Pacino, so um, yeah. uh, you know I think he does good films, um, but and I, but I've never actually seen this one. Uh, I've never heard of it, and that, it's bizarre. I now get some of the references in this, just from that little snippet alone. But, um, yeah, what a weird reason to rob a bank. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, it doesn't tell you anything on IMDb. But, yeah, that's pretty much the the reason why they are <clears throat> uh, robbing the bank. But, um, so, yes, well, there you go. And this is another one which, I mean, we've said before, Sledgehammer is based on Dirty Harry, um, but... They they have done like I suppose movie parodies like they did one with Witless didn't they which was yeah. based on the movie Witness so this is and now you get it because it's well that's it isn't it essentially there's a bank robbery um, which spoilers well <laughs> okay well let me get into it then well you're just rambling just crack on go on <laughs> off you go grr etc okay so yeah Sledge and Dory are driving uh, and uh, it looks as if. Sledge is driving fairly recklessly, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? Um, yeah. It seems to be in a bad mood. Yeah. And uh, she's sort of saying, you know, recommending meditation to him. Um, and uh, they stop on the way uh, to the bank to because uh, uh, <clears throat> they get a, a call for, for a, a crime or something happening. And it turns out that it's a jumper. Uh, yeah. Not- I'd like to put out, he's driving his car and there's just bullet holes in the windshield. Yes, there always are, aren't there? There's, oh, is there? Yeah, there's always. That's the first time I've really, I've really noticed it. To be fair, is it? Ah, now there's always some kind of damage. And well, spoiler alert, because uh, <clears throat> I watched the, uh, the 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 subsequent episode, episode six. Very presumptuous of you, Mister Jellyman. Well, you know, I was no, I thought I'd got twenty minutes to kill. Uh, <clears throat> it explains a little bit more about that, so that's possibly well a reason to carry on watching. But we'll see. We'll find out at the end of this episode um so yeah they see a jumper uh not a piece of clothing that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> uh because i suppose it's called something different in america isn't it a pullover or a, a sweater sweater yeah um uh now this is somebody who wants to take their own life uh yeah. that that wants to jump off a building you know something similar to what like lethal weapon there's tons of films that have done i mean even dirty harry's done it's funny i was watching um uh, Dirty Harry. Uh, I, was, I was trying to think which one it was, <laughs> but no, it's Dirty Harry. And there is a scene in that where um, there is a jumper about to jump off a building, and they send Harry to, to sort it out. Harry Callahan, um, and that's how he explains how he got his name, Dirty Harry, because you know every dirty job they give him basically. Um, so there you are. So it does take a lot from. I mean, even in the previous episode, there was like quips from Cobra. Um, you know, Star Wars, wasn't there? Yeah. And so it is very self-aware, it's fair to say, I think. Yeah, very referential. Yes. If that's a word. Uh, I like it. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, rather than, you know, try and talk the jumper down, um, he starts shooting at him. 
Yeah, but he doesn't shoot at him. He, he shoots. He stood on the ledge on the building and he shoots the ledge next to his feet that causes him to shuffle over and shoots the ledge again. Basically shuffles him all the way to the open window he crawled out of through the medium of gunfire and then he scrambles back in for, to save his own life. Yeah, but also I do want... I mean, you know, um, whether it's luck or judgment, I do wonder though because of things that he says... Um, either in this episode or other episodes, that uh, whether he actually means to miss them or he's actually meaning to hit them, uh, but, yeah. you know, so... Uh, but it, either way, it worked, you know. He, 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 he does say, another life saved, and I've still got one bullet left. Yes. Which is an important plot point. It is, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, anyway, they get back in the car and... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're probably going to say, I do like it, goes, my bank is around the corner, I'll get some cash and you can buy me breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> bit harsh on on Duro, to be honest. Yeah, so uh, they go to the bank. Um, he hits a car Driving like a maniac. He's he's proper. He's never been great behind the wheel, but he's he's really reckless. He's reckless and tetchy. Yeah, maybe just needs his breakfast, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. So and they pull up, and he he hits a car, which I thought that gag was going to go somewhere. I must admit, but it doesn't really. He just hits the car, no. doesn't he? Um, yeah. And uh, they walk to the, probably one of the most amazing um, ATM machines I've ever seen because it's like yeah. it's kind of like a, a futuristic robotic, uh, you know, interpretation of what an ATM is because it actually talks. To, yeah, to it's them. very futuristic and amazingly retro at the same time. Yeah, you know, it looks awesome. It's a bit like um, you know something you'd see from. Uh, like Metal Mickey, or, or uh, I don't know if you remember that when you were a kid. Uh, yeah. Or you know what were the the the, uh, the robots that advertised um, powdered? Oh, the Smash robots. Ma- ma- yes, yeah, Smash. Mash, yeah, Smash. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It, it looks dated, but at the same time, it's kind yeah. of kind of cool. With its big BBC micro keys on it, big old clunky keyboard keys. Yes. But then it, it speaks to you in a manner that bank machines still don't speak to you. No. Uh, it's the friendly teller. Um, and yes. Yeah, and it's talking to him. He, so he puts his card in, he obviously goes to get some cash out, um, and it's rejected. Um, and doesn't it give him some shit as well uh, on this particular occasion? I think it just tells him it hasn't got in, it's got insufficient funds, and that's about it. And he just loses rag and goes to shoot it. Mm. But uh, Duro tells him, "Don't no stop that. Why don't we just go inside the bank and act like civilized human beings?" Yeah, she she's full on sort of like trying. I mean, she does it a lot anyway, but she's full on trying to calm him down. You know, mode. Yeah. Um, she's like his handler in this episode. Yes. Um, so, but he doesn't shoot it. Uh, he just kicks it instead. And I'm sure and it says "ouch." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. So they go in, and you see the bank manager, who's a real knob, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and it's like he's talking to. Well, you don't know who he's talking to, do you? Um, no. He is the he's the he's the hotel manager from Ghostbusters, isn't he? Yeah, I've seen him in that and also um in other things like he, he generally plays a bit of a he's got a, a stick up his arse kind of, you know Yeah, stiff up a lip tit bag. Yes. A bit of a knob, but and he is is a real dick in this. Um because he's talking about, you know, foreclosing on, on this person's home, you know, he's been really rude to them and you've got three days to get out um and it turns out that it's a little old lady that he's yeah. now what else is she bidding because i recognized her as well did you 
Well, yeah. why didn't you look it up on IMDb, you lazy bastard? That's what I do. Well, I didn't think it would have old lady in episode five of Sledgehammer on IMDb. Fuck me. Okay, well, I'm going to have to find that out now, aren't I? So, cause it's I mean, she could just be old generic woman. old lady. but No, uh, look, yeah. Dorothy Patterson is titled in this episode as old woman. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be that, you'd imagine. Right, she's only got 18 credits as an actress, so shall I go through them? Yes. Um, right. Starting from the the most recent, I would imagine she's dead now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking eighty in this. <laughs> most recent funeral. Uh, well, the last thing she was in was in nineteen ninety seven. So anyway, uh, Grace Under Fire, no. Ma- Mad About You, Murphy Brown, no. Soap no. Dish, Get no. a Life, Nearly no. Departed, Not no. Slanding, New no. Heart, Frank, no. eh? No. Nope. Oh, oh, sorry. Frankenstein's General Hospital. Um, no. Wired to Kill. Sledgehammer. No. Yes. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. No. Uh, Disneyland. Dynasty. No, no. Uh, or Dynasty. Uh, it's Your Move. Three's no. Company. American no. Playhouse. No. Will, the autobiography of G. Gordon Liddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, for me, then, she's just generic old lady who I thought I recognised but didn't. Well, there you are. Um, well, that was fun. I thought she might have been one of the old biddies at a cocoon or batteries not included or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. No, anyway. They look the same. They've all got bobbleheads. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that was our little tribute to Dorothy Patterson. Uh, <laughs> well done, Dorothy. Um, I bet nobody, I, and I mean... You know, no other podcast has given you that kind of tribute. So, um, enjoy. God bless your skeleton. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so she is, a, is an old bid. And, um, you know, she's uh, obviously terrified by this, uh, this twat. Uh, but he does give her a nice fluffy bunny. Um, yeah. Which is, I suppose, like a, a bank sort of free gift type thing, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it's the version of those... Uh... Pig, those piggy banks that the was it the TSB gave out in the mid eighties. Yeah, or was it NatWest? Either one. Oh, yeah, either one. They're both banks. It, it was a way for for banks to entice young children into put their money away and. Yeah. Always flummoxed me how you got more than one because if you got one per account you opened, you're asking like a nine year old to open ten separate bank accounts so they could get the collection. Mm. Yes, getting them into some kind of, you know, money laundering scheme or something. Only little Italian mafia children have the entire collection. (laughs) Little greasy-haired criminals. Uh, (laughs) Um, But yes, so then Hammer goes to talk to the uh, douchebag, and he... Uh, must have heard a lot of this conversation because he kind of he references it doesn't he because yeah. uh you know he's uh the the bank manager's a prick to sledgehammer as well um and you know he, he says that these machines never make mistakes uh and then you know he asks what sledge's name is and he tells so he tells him and he makes a crack he says uh were you born in a tool shed um, which I quite liked. And uh, yeah. again, kind of made me think about my surname, you know, because of obviously having a bit of a strange surname with Jellyman. Um, uh, so, yeah. But, and this was quite funny because I, I don't, again, this is another one where I don't recall him saying his catchphrase. He uh, doesn't, you're right. Which is, uh, trust me, I know what I'm doing. But he does actually say, go ahead, make me laugh. Um, which I thought he was going to say, go ahead, make my day. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. But he said, go ahead, make me laugh, or I'll have you in stitches. Yes. As a not-so-subtle threat, because uh, 
Sledge is still very irked at this point. Mm. Um, but he does also want a bank bunny, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then at this point, two robbers break into the bank or st- you know, come into the bank and yeah. uh, and they start to rob, rob the bank. and start Causing a ruckus. Yes. One of them, um, the security guard is asleep on a chair and he wakes him up just so he can bonk him around the head with his gun so he gets knocked out and is asleep again. Mm-hmm. Which I quite liked. And I did make the note of the head bloke looks a bit like Hammer. Yes, he does. Because well, he definitely looks a bit like his stuntman, who which you see at the end. <laughs> um, but Ooh, we uh, certainly do. <laughs> the the guy who plays Cliff, I thought he's a weird looking fucker. Um, yeah. So what I've, I took, I actually looked him up and I said, checked out what's what's he been in, uh, and he was uh, in Escape from um, New York. Uh, he played a character called Romero, and he. Romero was uh, the Duke's sort of like, how can I say, fruity right-hand man who slunk about the place. Uh, and, you know, he, he uh, ended up getting, I think he got stabbed by, uh, um, oh, God, brains, or, you know, t- towards the end anyway. Yeah. You, you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah. He looks like a poor man's Peter Weller with bigger hair. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, a bit of an unique, odd-looking face. Um, yes. It, other than that, I mean, he did a lot of TV. Uh, there was there was lots of lots of TV in his um, IMDb. You know, nothing nothing else I can recall him being in. Again, fun, weirdly enough, his last um, acting credit it was in 1997, um, and sadly he died in 2018. So there mm. you go. Um, so yeah, they start and and also uh, talking about piggy banks. There's a little kid and he's yep. standing in the queue with his mom and because uh, they say to everybody, "Get your hands up!" Uh, and so they um, he puts his hands up, but he says, "I can't, Mister. I'm going to break my piggy bank." So he just smashes it anyway, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's been a right obnoxious twat. Yeah, more asbo behaviour. Yes. Um, and um, so this is like I made a note of one of Hammer's kind of like he has like these weird little phrases yes. what he calls people doesn't he like yep a, a, <laughs> an, he calls him a a, a yogurt sucking mutant because yeah. uh, I did like his use of mutant I think I don't know if it was the last episode or the third episode but he has used mutant before but to add um, yogurt sucking before it was uh, nice yeah um, and and he says I, I want to close his account um, you know so lots of bank quips and money quips and stuff like that um, so yeah and and then um, Hammer goes to sort of get his gun out, um, but then Dory reminds him, you know, you've only got one bullet, which, yeah. as you said... Two goons, one bullet. Mm. Uh, to be honest, you usually see banks being robbed by more than two people as well. Yeah, it was unusual. There's no one guarding the door at all. No. Yeah, well, no, nobody... Well, mind you, I, I say nobody walks in, nobody gets a chance, because the police fucking turn up in, like, two seconds. Very uh, true. Which is <laughs> quite funny in itself. Uh, but, yeah, and he... he um, so, like, you know, Dory grabs Sledge's arm before he, you know, yeah. he he, uh, he goes to pull his gun out to remind him he's got only one bullet. And he don't like that, does he? He doesn't, no. And, and he's sort of like, you know, don't ever touch my arm when I'm going for my gun. Uh, you know, which, again, comes back a bit later on in the episode. Um, so, and also, then there's a, a, a sort of a nice little physical 
um, sort of bit here and there where they go to get the silent alarm. Yep, uh, behind and, the manager's desk, weren't it, on the floor. Yes, which, uh, so it's a little, well, it's not, it's clearly visible. It's a button, yep. like, on the floor, isn't it? You could easily accidentally step on that or roll your chair on it or something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, so, you know, he's trying to say, sort of signal to the, the bank manager, you know, see, trip it, trip the alarm, you know. And the bank manager's like, no, no. So obviously Sledge is probably just thinking he's scared. Yeah. Uh, so then at this point, Sledge uh, start because he's standing a bit away from it. His left leg isn't close enough to actually just step close to it to touch it or step on it so he starts doing the splits doesn't he <laughs> yeah um, very awkwardly but yeah attempting yes and uh so then uh, th- one of the goons is is looking at him periodically uh and uh so sledge pr- pretends to act normally even though he's l- shorter than dory at this point and um you know he's, he's clearly in some pain as well um doing the splits um and then so he but he does manage to trip the alarm but it sets the actual proper alarm off (laughs) and then the manager says we don't have a silent alarm (laughs) yeah so just full bells going off and that the police turn up in roughly five seconds flat yes and i wrote that down so how do they turn up so quickly and then the bank manager asks sledge says how how did the police get here so quickly and he says ah there's a donut shop around the corner (laughs) yeah (laughs) which did make me laugh i have to say yeah uh and also trunk arrives um in his car and yeah. uh they're, so they're all outside they see sledge in the bank um because they recognize his cars outside and uh this was quite funny um because um uh trunk says oh no those poor people and and one of the other cops goes what the robbers and he goes no the other uh hostages or something like that because like, yeah yeah cause sledge is in there when he finds out yeah yeah those poor poor people um so yeah, uh, then there's a sort of bit of scene where the the lead um, robber, who we've described as a bit weird looking, uh, yeah. he starts like he's hitting Sledge, isn't he? Like slapping him around the face, uh, and you know trying to humiliate him um, by making him call him sir uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, Which he does, but then he goes. He eventually says yes, sir, to the fella, and then he goes over to the and says, "It doesn't count because I have my fingers crossed." <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, this was brilliant. I actually wrote it down, brilliant. So it must have been brilliant um, <laughs> because they, the police outside, phone the the, the bank, and um, Sledge answers the phone, uh, and he goes, second, second National Bank, hostage speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, 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 I think that was the one, you know, laugh out loud moment that I had in this. Um, yeah, and then Captain Trunks talking to uh, one of the robbers uh, who rep- he actually references Dog Day Afternoon. Um, yes, he does. Yeah, uh, and he says, you know, we're going to send the, the hostages out in a body bag. Um, and then Sledge is making coffee for him, uh, you know, uh, and he's... But again, they're sort of like having this debate that he's only got one bullet. Um, but his, his little quip on this is uh, one bullet, two scum suckers. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, we need to get them to stand in line. Yeah, in single file. <laughs> um, and so, you know, then the, the hostages are complaining because they're hungry. They want some food. So they order some pizza. Um, and, you know, 
this was weird because Sledge has commented in the past about, you know, um, food, particularly, I think it was the second episode where they take the reporter out um, and, like, you know, he's talking about powdered donuts and all this, you know. I mean, like, he just, you know, saying, you know, you're a yogurt-eating mutant or whatever. So, but, so they, they all want pizza, but then he starts to, Sledge starts to complain, saying that he's on a strict macrobiotic diet. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a bit odd, I have to say. Yeah, I don't know if he was just being a dick, because he, he really does not like Cliff, who's the head robber. Mm. Uh, they're really just, yeah, just butting heads at all, all at all points, aren't they? So just, just to be, he's just being difficult, because he's so annoyed that he can't just shoot him. Mm. Uh, Cliff's the brains, and the violence, and the voice. The other fella, Lou, but he's the one with the machine gun. Not the brightest, not the brightest uh, bulb in the box. That no, isn't the phrase, but it'll do. <laughs> um, so anyway, they send in um, somebody to take in pizzas, um, yeah. but it's actually a copper, and they're strapping a gun to his leg. Um, no, do they do this outside the front of the bank? I was thinking that. I was thinking, you stood right outside. They could, Well, mind you, they might have thought, well, there's only two of them. They haven't put anyone on lookout, so we could probably get away with tying a leg. Tying a leg? <laughs> tying a gun to a policeman's leg in broad view of everything. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they uh, he, he walks into the bank, um, and not long after he started to walk in, um, the tape starts to unravel, yeah. which reveals the gun because it's dragging along the floor. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, him and the robber have a fight. Um, yeah. And Policeman gets twatted. Yes. Um, and, you know, so, um, th- you know, then this, this was quite a funny little quip because um, Dory says something to Sledge and, you know, Sledge, oh, Sledge says something. Well, it might not necessarily be a cop. You know, the the pizza business, there's fierce competition. Or so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then you know the the um, the robber then goes to kill Sledge, uh, you know, because he's had enough now at this point. Uh, yeah, he's saying he wants a, he wants a plane. Or he, he wants passage to a plane uh, in the next few minutes, or he's going to kill the first hostage. And uh, Sledge puts himself forward to be said hostage, mm. which was quite selfless of him, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dory says no, you know, and she conv- uh, confesses or admits that she's a, a cop. Um, and, you know, then Hammer's about to take the shot um, because they're sort of lined up at this point, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and then you get an advert or, well, you know, what would have been an advert, I'm guessing. Yes, it f- fades to black very, uh, very oddly. Mm. Uh, uh, but and then, like, you know, you kind of get a first person view of Hammer pointing his, his gun at the, the, the bank robbers. Um, but then um, the uh, trunk, trunk yeah. pipes up, doesn't he? Uh, says that he's going to meet their demands. Doesn't yeah. he call them something as well? Um, I'm sure he calls uh, them a name. He does. <sighs> God, it's not low life's idiot scum. Uh, something like something along those lines, but I didn't write it down. Yeah, you. I'd thought you wouldn't, you know, want to anger the bank robbers particularly, no. would you? Um, but uh, yeah. So and then at that point, um, all the hostages start running towards the the bank robbers, uh, obscuring their the shots that Sledge is about to take. Um, or you know, and so then he he says something to his gun, can't it? Doesn't he? Uh, yes. If this keeps up, I'm going to need a cold shower. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, so 
Then the Robert and Dory seem to have this conversation about why, you know, he's not a very nice person and why he's robbing banks. And it's all, yeah. to, all to do with his mom, isn't it, or something? She was a yeah, cop. Kind of mirrors the, you know, the first episode where she gets Hammer to open up mm. briefly. Yeah, she gets this, she gets Cliff to open up. And he doesn't like cops because his mum was a cop. And he says, do you know what it was like breastfeeding from someone who was wearing a shoulder holster? Yeah. Which was a weird vision. If I'm honest, uh, but Sledge kind of seemed to like it or appreciate it, didn't he? I yeah. think um, when he hears it, um, and yeah, um, and then he says the sa- exact same thing as Hammer did earlier on when Dory goes to grab his arm, he's, uh, which uh, you know, because Dory makes a comment earlier on when Hammer d- says it, something like, you know, only an insane person would say something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, so there you go, that kind of comes back at, at them. Um, and then Trunk's talking to them, um, and uh, I can't read my writing. <laughs> the air, the airport bus turns up. Oh yes, that was it. Um, that was it. He, I wrote it down. He calls them toads. Ah, there you go. You Which see, Which was an, an odd remark, I have to say. It know. is a little bit, yeah. Um, and so anyway, the then they decide the, the the safest way for them to get out of the bank without being shot is for everybody to hold hands isn't it or yeah. for from nobody to escape at this point um so they all hold hands except sledge says he won't hold hands with another guy yeah um and uh so they finally does agree to it and then they go outside and um, so this is another, I suppose, slight <clears throat> recurring character, Officer Mayjoy, who's the cop talking to Trunk through it, because he pops up um, uh. throughout. Uh, and he says something like, I can't believe it. And he goes, what? Hammer's holding hands with a gu- with another guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do make a big deal about that. Um, you know, it was the 80s. What, what, yeah. um, and then... I can't have no homosexual tendencies on a programme. No, you know, yes. Um, and then so they get on the bus, Dory's driving the bus, um, you know, and Trunk thinks he's really clever at this point because he says something like, Okay, I've given them the coach or the bus, I've given them a plane, but nobody said anything about a pilot. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm. I thought, I thought, ah, clever boy at the time. Yeah, uh, and then, um, so they're on the the bus uh and they start singing you know was it 99 bottles of beer on the wall yeah uh which is I a didn't... reference to dirty harry because i'm sure that when scorpio kid uh kidnaps a lot of kids on a bus that he's getting them to all sing that at some point i'm sure it is anyway yeah. and then we also get the reference to the operation because lou's sister they're robbing a bank so lou's got well Lou's robbing a bank, so he's got money to pay for his sister's operation. Mm. And he's speaking to Sledge, isn't he, saying she's only 16. You think, oh, here it comes. She's going to have AIDS or something. But no, she's just got a nose. <laughs> she's just getting a nose job. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, <laughs> it would have taken a slightly darker turn if he'd have turned around and said, yeah, she's got AIDS. <laughs> but also, quite... back operation would, would, would have done nothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then they get to the airport. Um, well, they, they magically transport from the, the the 
The bus but to the plane. The bus to the plane. It's like yeah. they're sitting on the bus, in, and then the next shot, they're sitting on the plane. Like, okay. It's as, almost as if they didn't actually have a plane. Mm. So they had to just transport them from a bus set to a plane set. Yes. Um, and then um, Dory recognises that there's no pilot. Uh but they take off anyway because, like, yes. y- you see Trunk and he's kind of like looking really smart and happy. Yeah, and then the, smug. The next thing you see is the plane's in the air taking off. He's like, and then he's. Uh, I think May Joy makes a crack at him or a comment, um, <clears throat> and it turns out that that uh, Cliff is flying the plane, isn't he? Yes, turns out he's a qualified pilot of passenger aircraft. Yeah, one can assume. Um, and then, <clears throat> what was the name of the other Robert? Did you say Lou? Lou, yeah. So yeah. they they overcome Lou, um, the the hostages uh, and Sledge, um, and then Hammer goes into the cockpit. Uh, you know, hi, honey, I'm home. Yes, uh, uh, and take the plane down. And so Cliff basically puts it into like a, a dip, and you yeah. know, so then Sledge is falling all over the shop. And you know, I, the, I do like it when Cliff says because Ham- uh, Sledge tells me he's a. He's with the police department. He goes, you're with the police department? And Hammer says, no, I am the police department. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> they start to have a little fight and a scrap. And Cliff... Two stuntmen do anyway. <laughs> well, just before that, Cliff punches the uh, uh, the equipment uh, and hurts his hand. You know, the, yeah. the sort of like the dials and knobs and whatever on the side of the, uh, the plane. Hurts his hand. Um, and Hammer even goes, says something like, oh, I bet that hurt or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, they're stuntmen for start having a fight. <laughs> There's a couple of majestic wigs on the go. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, not quite blue jean cop standards. They're, they're still my favourite stuntmen of everything we've watched. But these were pretty good stuntmen yeah. for looking like stuntmen. Yeah, Sam Elliott's stuntman in um, in Blue Jean Cop was... Oh, it's beautiful. It's kind of... Because it's like, you know, they've clearly tried to put a, a wig on him, which <laughs> mirrors Sam Elliott's lovely long grey hair. Um, but still. Uh, so, yeah, and then Hammer is punching him along the aisle, isn't he? You know, he's like saying, yeah. this is for slapping me, and this is for calling me, making me call you sir, and this is for this smashing is for up... kid's piggy bank. Yeah. Um, this and... is for making me hold a man's hand... Yes. Um, and it, he punches him one more time, doesn't he? And he goes, what was that for? That was just gratuitous. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so He punches him five or six times. Um, and then he just, uh, like the overhead luggage thing, yeah. he just lightly donks him on the head with the, the luggage flap, because I can't think of a better word. Uh, that's what knocks him out. <laughs> yeah. It barely <laughs> touches him. And it yeah. It knocks him out. Um and then, yeah, so they go to the cockpit, Dory and Sledge, because... <laughs> this is after Sledge says to everyone, ah, to sit back and relax, we should be crashing in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he um, he tells Dory to get it. This is quite a lot of sexism and, and homophobic stuff in this one. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, a man's man. Mm. That's why. He Real tells men don't hold hands and talk to girls. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and well, and and this made me think of something that my wife said, and I think I may have told you this before. That uh, my wife's got very old-fashioned, traditional sort of sense of values and views and whatever. Uh, Does she and, believe she should do all the ironing and cleaning? Well, no, she doesn't believe that. But uh, and this is the thing where it's all double standard bullshit. But uh, mm. she believes that there are certain jobs that men can do and certain jobs that women should be able to do. And a pilot, well, yeah, blow is a, job. 
<laughs> a pilot is apparently a man's job, um, according to my wife. So if she ever saw a female pilot, she wouldn't get on the plane. Um, or, you know, a female vicar. I mean, that's a bit outdated, I guess, but still. Um, but uh, yes, so uh, she, he tells her to get out the cockpit um, and, you know, because it's for men only. Yeah. Um, and she sort of like says, well, what do you want me to do? Make coffee? And he, and he says, yes, please. But, you know, it, 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 does he make a crack about something? Don't make mine black because it makes me jittery or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, however, um, it's, uh, you know, she's she's not revealed this until the point where she's in the cockpit. Apparently, she's got 18 hours flight time. Oh, is it only 18? I thought she said 1,800. Oh, it could be. It could be but 18. But that confused me because he says that's not a lot. And I was thinking, that's fucking loads. What are you talking about? So you could be right. Yeah. Um, he's fumbling around with the, the, the buttons and the dials and everything and manages to jet, jettison their fuel. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Um, it's weird because I watched Airplane 2 about a week ago uh, or happened to catch, you know, three quarters of it. Um, and, and just watching this again just reminded me of like Airplane and, and Airplane 2. Yeah, I'd got a very much a Ted Striker and Elaine thing going on from Airplane. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so Dory says to him, you know, you've got to make an announcement to the passengers. Um, so Hammer makes an announcement and says... Um, the good news is for everyone who bought flight insurance yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Um, uh, but they do crash. Yeah, it's very dramatic how they crash as well. Mm. And lots you, well, of people shuffling around in the seats, yeah, pretending that they're vibrating. Uh, lots of smoke or grey blankets outside the plane window so you can't see. There's not even much, much sound involved. No. There's not even like... You, Whenever a plane crashes and it's in the cockpit, you always get that whining sound. That as it's just about to smash into the ground. You don't even get that. It's just uh, people jigging about a bit like they've got fleas. Mm, yeah. It reminded me of that scene where you do... It get, I can't remember if it's an airplane or airplane two, but I think they may have referenced it in two again. Where there is that sort of thing where the plane's going down and everybody's like shaking and wobbling in their seat yeah. and you see a couple of massive tits <laughs> <laughs> wobbling, which <laughs> made me think of that. Um, uh, classic. And but yeah, so they um, they do crash land and yeah. um, Hammer's sort of like tipped backwards in his seat and Dory is like upside down, kind of almost. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, but the. Um, uh, what's his fucking ha- name? Hammer's elated. He's going, woo! Yeah. But all sorts. And he goes, you, your crashing is great. Yes, he loves that. We've said, well, we've said this before, doesn't he? He likes things exploding or breaking. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The bloody... Cliff. Cliff! God damn it. Um, yeah, he is uh, now actually back up and running. And, you know, he's fine now. He got um, a knife from somewhere. He got a knife, yeah. Mm. Uh, and he says, you know, uh, go back off or I'll cut you. Uh, and so anyway, he goes to back out of the door, not looking where he's going, which is, you'd think, I mean, we'll talk about the situation in a second. But if he did that anyway, he's going to fall and hurt himself, isn't he? Yeah, because planes, especially a plane of that size, isn't very close to the ground. You're, you're not going to do yourself any favours. No, because it's kind of and, like a, a jumbo jet, isn't it? It's yeah, not like a... Unless he was expecting those, you know, those slides that apparently pop out of the side of planes. 
Oh, yes. And they tell everyone to calmly, calmly leave the plane and go down your little slide into the sea. Whee! Yeah. It's all very well and all very good until you're crashing into land, in which case it's already popped and you're in a big ball of flaming metal. Mm. And also, again, going back to airplane, because they, they have, and I've always wondered this when they do that, they have those, like, the, like you said, the inflatable slides. Why do they sort of almost jump on them and slide down? It's like surely... I don't know. That's a good question. You just sit on it and slide, but they almost like treat it as if it's like a bouncy castle. Yeah, because if you do that at a water slide park, you get in trouble. You would, yeah. Because they don't like it when you jump on a water slide. You have to just sit at the top and push yourself off. What you really want to do is take a running, launching leap into it so you get as much speed as possible. Yes. Um, uh, So, yeah, he backs out the door. He falls... Um, uh, but this is where you realise where they've actually crash landed. Yeah. I was uh, surprised there wasn't a wily coyote type. Yeah, um, because they've, he's crashed onto the highway. <clears throat> no, yeah, I thought it was a building. No, see, I well that he falls and he's cra- he's he's kind of f- fallen onto the road, hasn't he? Now at this point, I wasn't sure had he been run over as well. Because the car, there's a car that stops in front of him. Yeah, that would have been very Naked Gun. Because um, in Naked Gun, they knock that fella off the edge of is it the edge of a stadium. And they look ah, over, he's yes. like, ooh, and then he gets run over by a steamroller. And then a marching band and all sorts. Yes. But you don't know that. You just see that he's fallen. And then the car sort of screeches yeah. to a halt. And somebody gets out and looks at him. Because he's, he's like, you know, motionless yeah. on, on the... The, the highway look at me talking american highway i thought the plane crashed on top of a building so yeah no that's it did so it, it oh it, it, right it cra- i think the plane crashed on the highway no 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 the plane crashed into or road sorry a road that's exact yes <laughs> the the plane crashed into a um a billboard, billboard. Yeah. yeah um and then hammer Look, they, they they both look down and sort of like go ooh, um, and then Hammer says something like, you know, it is true, you are more safer in a plane than on in a car or on the highway or something like yeah. that. Because um, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, they've crash landed and it's like the front end of the plane is sticking out through this billboard, but it seems to have just stuck there, hasn't it? So it must have been one solid billboard. Yes, yeah. managed to stop an entire jumbo jet. Or the model of the plane, I should say, because it's yes, there wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a real plane. It might have been one of those uh, planes that you know when you go used to go on a plane, and if you look through the catalogue of merchandise, or next to the vodka and fags, there was also a scale model of the whatever plane you were on at the time. Yes. So a Monarch Seven Four Seven or something. That's it. Maybe it was one uh, of them with a the stand taken off, popped through a uh, model of a billboard. Yeah. Um, and then, yo, uh, cut to the next day and they go back to the cash machine that was giving them uh, a load of shit. And he goes to make a transaction and, again, it gets declined um, and he gets, it. well, does he just walk away at this point? But then Dory says to him, uh, go on, Hammer, shoot it yeah. or something like Rem- that. Yeah, she says, remember that last bullet. Yeah. Because he's still got that one bullet left. Although we all know that if he slept... I mean, unless this was literally half an hour after they've crashed the plane. Because the next day, he would have gone home and he would have fully re, you know, refilled his gun. Mm. So maybe this wasn't even the next day. Maybe it was like, oh, let's go downstairs. Oh, let's go grab a coffee. Because there's no paperwork involved with catching bank robbers, having one of them dead, crashing a plane into a building. Hostages. A yeah, yeah, hostages. No paperwork. 
just go back to the bank and try and get your cash out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so unrealistic. Why are we watching this? It's so unrealistic. I know. It's awful. Uh, but then, yeah, and that's it. You know, you uh, that's it. Freeze frame and we, we're done. We're over. Yeah. Um, so, what did you think then? Um, you know, of the episode itself, but also comparing it to, say, some of the other episodes that we've watched so far. This was a really weird one because was, at one point I was thinking, okay, because I was pausing it constantly, making notes and then carrying on. And I was like, God, I'm only four minutes through it. Mm. And then it ended. Mm. And I was like, where the fuck has that just gone? This, this, I don't know why this episode felt like it was about 10 minutes long. But yeah. I've checked and it is the same length. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I don't think it was the best one, but it seems to be the one that just zipped by ridiculously quickly. Mm. I was glad to see Doro get a bit more character. Mm-hmm. Not much more, but it's the most she's been in an episode so far, I think, since the pilot. Not as much you know, trunk as I'd like. There was no trunk screaming at Hammer, which was a shame. But still baffled, like, yeah, like you said, that Hammer's not saying his catchphrase very often. Mm-hmm. But... I still I still enjoyed it. It was it was a easy twenty two minute watch or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm think I'm I'm a bit similar to you because it sort of it did zip along really quickly, didn't it? You know, yeah. you're in you know I suppose they're in the bank for a fair bit of the um, the the show, but then also you know they did move around a bit as well. You know, so because yeah. like they're in the car, you got the jumper scene, then you've got the outside of the bank, then you got the inside of the bank, then you've got the like they're all they're all talking outside, obviously. And then you've got the the bus, then you've got the plane, then you've got the bank, and it's so it's like there are quite you know there's quite a lot of moving around, wasn't there? You know, yeah, there's, so. a lot, there's a lot of scenes in different places. It manages to squeeze it all in. I don't think there was as many jokes in this episode, unless I'm missing out on references I didn't get. No, I, like I if, thought that. Or slapstick, really, not as much. Like, if you take it, uh, I don't know if it was the last episode of the one before, when you got the whole five or six assassination attempts in the first three minutes. Or with or the, um, there's no, like, set piece, uh, like when he's answering the phones. Yeah. Um, there's nothing like that. It's just a steady flow of puns and and humour. So it's slightly yeah. different in that respect, I think. Yeah, I think uh, there was one laugh out loud moment. Like I said, I think it was when he answered the phone for me, um, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was good. Then there was a few sort of other bits which you know, made me chuckle and whatever. But um, it did seem to move along quite fast, which I, I, it it didn't. It's it's one of those episodes that I vaguely remember. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it as closely or as, as strongly as the other episodes we've watched so far, which possibly tells you that, to me, it wasn't as memorable as some of the others. It just didn't, I don't know, it wasn't as as sort of like funny as some of yeah, the others. it probably wasn't as funny, but we both thought it went along really quickly. So it might not have been as funny, but it certainly wasn't boring. No. Oh, gosh, no, no. So anyway, the, the big question then... Now is uh, are we going to carry on with uh, old Sledge into episode six? I am still happy to carry on. You Ooh. may or may not be pleased to know. Ooh, no, I'm happy. I'm happy to watch cool. uh, more Sledgehammer, which is good. Uh, awesome. So I, I mean, you know, there is going to come a point where we both sort of say, uh, or you say, I should say, uh, you know, um, 
I say, you say, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, when, yeah, you say, let's watch something else. Or we may even get to the point where we watch the whole of Sledgehammer Series 1, <laughs> which is a distinct possibility the way we're going. Um, but I'm, I'm dying to know um, what is, would be your next pick or what would be we'd be watching next. I, say. I don't, I've had a few different thoughts ranging from the weird to the standard to the to be honest something i haven't seen but i'm intrigued by to the absolutely ridiculous so mm. i'm i haven't settled on one yet well there haven't you go. settled so. um so uh we uh will be back next time to discuss episode 6 of sledgehammer um and uh, but go to 60mw.co.uk for the podcast and all the other stuff on the website uh reviews and news pieces and all sorts of good stuff all the other podcasts that we do um go to 60mw podcast on twitter i think that's it um for all the competitions and everything uh, I'm at Dastardly Jabby where are you at? I am at Ape Mutterings that's Ape Mutterings not and... Gorilla Witterings but Ape Mutterings <laughs> and there you go uh, so we'll be back next time thank you for listening we'll see you soon bye 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 bye